Welcome back to Unfiltered Emotions Unplugged. This is your host Natasha Lalwani. As promised to you, in today's episode we will discuss various mind-blowing insights with reputed co-author and transformational coach Danielle Martins. You Danielle were raised in poverty and underwent a lot of mental assassination which continued and formed your beliefs. If you look back, what would you change and how would you change it so that other people know how to handle such a situation? Well, that's an interesting question for it brings to the table something that a lot of people are missing today. The importance of being grateful for who you are. I wouldn't really change anything. Yes, I had a time uh, in my life I would have wished uh, things were different, but in fact, I wouldn't be the person I am today if I hadn't endured so many difficulties in the past. I'm not saying that I am happy that I had to go through all the things I had to go in my youth, but we all have some negative past experience, some darker and deeper than others. But the truth is, we all must learn how to make peace with those experience for they cannot be changed what was is in the past all we've got is the present moment and the time for us to write our future is in the now like a diamond our character was shaped under great pressure instead of asking questions like why me what have i done to deserve that why i'm so unlucky Ask questions like, what strong abilities did I develop because of those experiences? What lessons did those experiences come to teach me? What, what are the outtakes? How can I use my experience and what I have learned to create the future that I really want? You have to give your past a new meaning and be grateful for it. That's what I do to my clients. I help them in finding the positive side of everything they went through so they can move forward with a new mindset. I am grateful for my past. That's lovely. So the blog that you had written from our website was very much appreciated as mental turmoil is such a common issue and yet very few people know how to deal with it. You had mentioned three golden nuggets in your blog. So which of them is your favorite or the one that you practice the most? All three are very important. I wouldn't live without practicing any of them, but the first one about having a mentor is a must because nobody wins by doing everything by themselves. Uh, you can go forward alone, but in order to keep always stretching and reaching higher levels, you need mentors. If you want to learn more about business, you need a mentor who can guide you on that subject. If you want to deliver a great speech on a prestigious stage, for example, you need a mentor. If you want to do a if you want to be a better leader, you will need the guidance of a master leader. Likewise, if you want to develop yourself by getting rid of fear, insecurity, limiting beliefs, you will also need a mentor who can help you and so on. You know, all the great achievers in history had or have mentors. And that's 
one of the most important reasons for their success. I always have mentors. That is awesome. Yes, indeed. One always needs mentors for guidance and determination. So tell us a bit about your book, Rising Up from Mental Slavery. What were some essential points you wanted to mention in your book? Are your personal experiences listed there? Uh, the idea of the book came when me and my good friend and mastermind partner, Katarina Kozayas, felt that we needed to share with people the principles and tools that have made such a great difference in our lives. We both came from very different backgrounds. Me, from a very negative, violent and unhappy childhood and consequently unfulfilled adulthood why she from a normal happy well-lived one and yet both of us allowed ourselves uh, our lives at a certain point to be shaped by limiting beliefs my limiting beliefs made me feel unworthy and incapable and because of that limited mindset my results used to be mediocre you know while in her case, although she had all that's considered success for, for society, you know, money, real estate, yacht life, she was very unhappy because her life's dream was to be a TV host. And she was not doing that because of the fear, what others will think of me. And in the end, both of us were really being held in life only by the negative beliefs we accepted in our minds mm -hmm. that's why the name of the book is rising up from mental slavery because the only prison that held us back was only in our own minds and the moment we decided to follow our internal gps and really give ourselves the mental permission to believe that life should be fun that we were not here to merely survive but to shine bright that's when we broke free from that mental slavery so no matter what side of the city you were born or how you were raised you know if you are not happy with the results you are getting know that you can change them if you really decide that you want to then Zuetli said it's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you are not. Think of it. Reflect on this quote and you'll see the truth. And yes, we have shared on the book uh, our experience so that the readers can feel that they are not alone because we are not different from everyone else. Wow, that is actually quite intense. So we are talking about two individuals from very different backgrounds and life experiences uniting to share their mental blocks and how they overcame them to be successful. According mm -hmm. to you, when is it the right time to stand up for yourself and say no to mental slavery? Immediately. We only live once and we don't know how much time we still have in this physical experience. And each and every one of us were designed to live happily and fulfilled. And we find fulfillment when we do what we love. This idea that society tries to sell us every day, that you have to own this or that to be happy and respected, that you have to be successful before the age of 40, or 
you will never make it, that you cannot do what you love and getting rich at the same time and so on, are all nonsense cultural domestications. That, that's why you see more and more people with the disease of the century. Of course, if you accept and act on those limiting beliefs, how can you expect to be happy? If you are an artist, for example, and you want to live from your art, get rid of the poor, miserable artist mentality. It's perfectly normal that you can be able to accumulate fortune by making what you love to do. You know, you just have to give yourself mental permission and learn what you have to learn and to develop the skills that will help you to develop your business. By doing what you love, you will always find happiness and fulfillment. I totally agree with you, Daniel. We should get rid of all limiting beliefs and notions and love what we do, as we all have the mental power to achieve our goals in life. Also, are these stages to mental slavery and what determines them? Uh, there are some levels, but for now, let's concentrate on some basics. For example, the victim stage. In this stage, people feel that they are victims in life, that every negative experience that they have is an injustice and that they, they live their lives always complaining and expecting that their outside condition to change so that they can be happy. But they never really think that they have to do anything. Let's suppose they think their bosses have to give them, them raises, but they never think about what value they can bring to the companies they work at. You know, They think the government should subside for everything they want, but the majority don't want to pay the taxes. If someone makes something that is not nice to them, they never have a look at themselves and realize that they might have got involved with people that were not the best companies and so on. The next important one is when you leave the victim stage and take 100% responsibility and accept that you created your results and that your outside world is only a reflection of what is going on inside your mind. But it's not enough for you to create changes in your life. To change your results, you must develop aspiration. You must have a burning desire, as taught by Napoleon Hill. And the aim in life is to keep evolving our level of levels of awareness until you get to the mastery level where you no longer allow your outside world to control you. You control your thoughts, feelings, and actions. And your outside world reflects it back to you in the form of better results, better relationships, a fulfilled life, happiness, abundance, joy, etc., etc., etc. So how can we effectively get rid of all the mental chatter going on within us? The moment you really forgive, accept and love yourself unconditionally. This means no self-criticism, no negative self-talking. 
realize that you were born perfect and you knew that until one day someone told you something unkind and planted the seed of doubt in criticism in your mind. And from that day on, you started to perceive yourself differently and started to pursue ways to perfect according to other people's standards. Forgive yourself for not being aware. If you knew better, you would have done better, okay? So forgive yourself and let go of the heavy baggage of negative feelings, you know? Accept yourself the way you are, for you are perfect and unique. And each one of us is here to be great. And our uniqueness is what makes us special. Love yourself because there is no one else as special as you. And be kind to yourself. You know, Lisa Nichols always says, we show the world how the world should treat us. You shut the, the monks in your mind by realizing that their voices are not your voice. They are other people's voices. Thus, they are irre irrelevant. What matters is your voice, the way you talk to yourself. Everything in our lives happens from the inside out, never the, the other way around, you know. If you only accept that your outside is only a reflection of the thoughts you hold in your mind, you will be able to shape your world by design. So as we wrap it up here, could you share with us which has been the toughest question you have been asked till date during your seminars and lectures where you are the speaker? Oh, <laughs> I have never been asked any thought question, but for sure if someday someone makes me a question for which I don't have the answer, I will have no problems in saying the truth that I don't have the answer for that question. You know, when you are really confident uh, and comfortable in being yourself, you have no problems in admitting you admitting that you don't have all the answers. Each one of us is here to learn and evolve, and this requires humility and openness of mind for the new. Absolutely. One needs to be humble always in order to keep on learning and improvising on his or her abilities. It was a complete pleasure talking to you, Daniel, and I'm sure that our listeners will relish each and every wise thought of what you shared in this episode. Thank you for joining me during episode three of Unfiltered Emotions Unplugged. Thank you so much, Natasha. It was a real pleasure to be here with you. I really uh, hope that your listeners will enjoy it and have a good gold nuggets from this interview and I admire so much the work you are doing I, I congratulate you, you. <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> likewise <laughs> so I hope all you listeners have taken note of every little detail Daniel has mentioned here do grab a copy of her bestseller book Rising Up from Mental Slavery which is available on Amazon this is Natasha Lalwani signing off <laughs>